Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Faith Family and Fellowship Podcast. My name is Otis Robinson. And I'm Bronte Robinson. And we are live right now. So uh, as you know, we have started this podcast specifically to talk about faith, family, and fellowship. And this is our third episode of the Faith, Family, and Fellowship Podcast. And we are just rocking and rolling and super excited. Uh, First of all, let me just thank every one of you who have given us feedback and who are Uh, excited about this with us and who have sent us some emails or called us or just told us face to face that you're enjoying this uh, through social media. Some folks have said something online uh, on Facebook. And and so we're just we're just really grateful for everyone that's rocking with us. Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, You sound so excited. I I am. Good. Good. Yes. So thank you all so much. We appreciate that. Um, so we're going to get right into it today. Today we are talking about, um, I don't know what, even how to title this, but we're talking about our, our son. So we have three boys. Our oldest son is 21. He's almost 22. Our middle son is 20, and our youngest son is 16 oh, years old. Oh, my baby. Our baby is 16. And so um, what we, you know, as we've raised these young men and as we continue to raise them and just kind of have conversations with them, we're really big on family sit-downs and conversations at our table Mm -hmm. because we just truly believe that it makes a difference to spend time with your kids to the best of your ability. Now, don't get me wrong. They're going to go off and do their own thing. Yes. And as the the older two are getting older, we know that they're coming into themselves and they're doing their own thing. And they're, you know, at 21, 22 years old, you know, you you got it all figured out. (laughs) You (laughs) think you have it all figured out. Right. So, you know, we're at the point where, and this is what I'm telling the the oldest two or what we're saying to them is that we're at this point, we are guardrails for you in your life. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, you're going to do what you're going to do. We've all, we've raised you. We've, we've given you what we can give you as far as our beliefs and what we think you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Right. We've raised you in church. Uh, you mm-hmm. know who Christ is, you know, our standards for how we live and how we want you to live. Mm-hmm. But we understand as parents that you're going to go out and you're going to do what you want to do. Right. And you know, sometimes I think that is easier for the dad than it is for the mama. I don't know why you would say something like that. I really do. Because I... Please elaborate. I really struggle with letting them grow up. But you don't. I mean, I know that they're grown. Well, the 21 and the 19-year-old. 20-year-old. Oh, he just turned 20 last so you month. You can't get used to it. You gotta I mean, let in them February. Grow. You got to let them grow. Yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> um, but I, I know that they're growing up and they have to make their own decisions. But at the same time, I feel like I still need to coach them. Yeah. Well, and that's what I mean by guardrails. At this point, when you think about a guardrail on a highway, the guardrails purpose is not to stop the car or guide the car in the in a certain direction. But it is there in the event that the car is going to go in a dangerous position. The guardrail is there to stop them from going into dangerous territory. That is how I'm seeing our our responsibility at this point with the older two is to be that guardrail. Okay, now you're starting to get into some dangerous territory. I'm watching you. You're doing some stuff that, you know, is going to take you too far. And we've had that conversation. Mm -hmm. We've had those conversations, especially with our oldest son. Right. Because he's really he's really feeling himself and doing his own thing. But we've tried to tell him we're your guardrails. You're going to do what you're going to do as your parents. Please know, number one, that we love you. 
Right. Number two, that we're always praying for you, but we're not going to constantly be on you at this point. That's me now, because I want you to go out and learn. But at the same time, when we see you doing stuff, we are going to call you to the carpet. And like I said before, you know, that was that's more is more difficult for me. Because I want to see, I mean, we both want to see them do well, but I think it's more difficult for me because I'm always, hey, make sure you do this. Mm -hmm. And you don't want them to fail and you want to catch them before they fall. And you know what I'm saying? It's just that mother, mothering side. And so I think for you, because they are boys as well, you know, you're like, you got to be a man. They're going to have to take responsibility for their Mm -hmm. own actions. And and mama try to kind of keep them to where they won't fall, yeah, you know, and try to clean it up before they mess up, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I have struggled internally with letting go yeah. some, you know, because mama, they've always been mama's boys, you know, and so it's, it is difficult. Yeah, and, and I can understand that. And and that's not to say that I don't have my own struggles with it as well. I, just, I think we just react and handle it differently. Yeah, um, definitely. But I certainly, um, as we think about them, they're really good boys in, in all in all. You know, mm-hmm. we, we love our they boys. Are. And um, so, you know, but what, we, what we're looking at is that they're all, they're different. They are. And parents, please know the differences in your children. Because a lot of times we will make, especially the younger kids, they're expected to do things that perhaps the older kid did. Mm-hmm. Or, or vice versa, that you know, the older kids are expected to act like uh, the youngest kid or, or the middle kid, you know. So right. the big thing that we've dealt with is that we've learned early on what their differences are, what they're strong in, what they're weak in. Right, and they are all really completely different. Like the oldest is the more outgoing person. He's the ath- more most athletic, in my opinion, um, and that's just him. He's mm-hmm. like the 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 free child, you know, the one that can talk to anybody that Social can be dropped in any yeah. setting, and he will flourish. Right. The middle son is more reserved. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets along with everybody. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's kind and all those things, but he's not going to just go out and start having a good time with any and everybody that he doesn't know. Right. And then the youngest is more of a book person. Yeah. Um, More of a reader, more of a thinker, Mm -hmm. that type thing. And so I think it's important, you know, even when you're dealing with um, behavioral things and how you conversate with them and how you build relationship with them, Mm -hmm. just knowing their differences is is essential to building a healthy relationship with your children because if you expect say if we expect Jalen, which is the thinker, the younger one, yeah. if we expect him to be as uh quick or as athletic as the older one, mm-hmm. then we'll we'll both be frustrated. Right. Because we are expecting him to be somebody he's not. Right. So we, we just have to be uh very careful about recognizing the differences. In the people, in anybody, really. Yeah. Yeah, and that, yeah, it does. It applies to um, everybody. I mean, even other family members. Um, you have to know how to um, react and interact with people because of who they are. Um, and I think that when we miss that, when we don't pay attention to the characteristics of people and, and what they're doing and who they are, um, um, it becomes a problem because we could treat them in a way that one they can't handle right and two 
that will cause, as you said, frustration for mm-hmm. everybody involved. Yes. So, yeah. So with the boys that, you know, that's something that we learned early on is to to look at their strengths, um, cater to their strengths, build them in their strengths and then but also help them recognize their weaknesses. Um, for example, um, if one of them gets angry very quickly, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we start noticing a pattern where you begin to to, to lash out or get angry mm-hmm. quickly, then guess what? It's time to have a conversation. Why are you getting angry so fast? We're just having a conversation. That's something you need to watch because that could be a problem later on in life. If you don't get a hold of your anger now, mm-hmm. it's, it could be uh, detrimental for some some uh, issues later on. Right. And so as it is with the younger, you know, he's a thinker. He's a reader. He's one that stays to himself. Mm-hmm. He's in his books. So knowing that we have to. Uh, consciously make him come out of his room, <laughs> make him uh, mix and mingle with people, make him go places with us, you know, because you you don't want a child to be locked away so much alone by themselves playing games yeah. or whatever it is. And you don't know what they're thinking. You don't know, you know, you just don't know what's going on. And right. so it's important to recognize that and not, you know, turn your face, turn your head and say, oh, they're fine. They're okay. I'm going to let them do their own thing because that's who they are. Right. But we also know that we want well-rounded children. True. So, you know, you have to, like you were saying before, mm-hmm. you have to recognize their weaknesses right. as well and help them to build those. Yeah, I think. And then that that's how you get a more well-rounded um, child mm-hmm. um, is, is catering to and helping them strengthen their strengths. Mm-hmm. And then identifying the weaknesses and helping them understand how to build those. Right. Because um, at some point in life, uh, using using our youngest as an example, he, if he's not social, he's going to have to go off to college. Right. He's going to have to go off and, and go out and get a job, and we need him to be able to function with other people. We need him to be able to, to, be able to talk with people. And so that's going to be very critical that he, he learns how to get along with people. Yes. So. Yes. Very important. And then the middle son, he's more of a worker. Yeah. He wants to work, 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 work. He wants to save his money. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we have to tell him, why are you working so much? You have no kids. You have nothing. Um, And so there's a balance in that because you can work, 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 miss out on life, miss out on time Mm -hmm. with your family and friends, time that you should be enjoying because you're trying to work and make a dollar. And so we just try to keep them as balanced as we can. We don't get it right all the time. Right. We're not perfect parents, but we're, we try to uh, look at the things that they're falling short in, so to speak, and help them to, to grow those things. Yeah. Um, and uh, speaking of him as a, a hard worker, having, you know, a couple of jobs and, and doing a lot, um, he'll often say, you know, dad, I'm not going to be able to make it to the family thing because I'm working and, mm-hmm. and I get that. And I admire him working the way he yes. is because he doesn't have any responsibility. This is, this is something that I tell the boys all the time. This is the prime time for you to, to, um, work hard, save money, prepare for your future. Because at some point, one day you're going to be responsible for a family the way that 
I am responsible for you and have been responsible for you. Mm -hmm. And the earlier you can get good footing and preparation in place, the better off you're going to be once you meet um, your wife and once you guys have uh, get married and have kids and, and you've already got a good nest egg established. I think that's a conversation a lot of men and women need to have with their kids is that while you don't have responsibility and mm-hmm. you're at an age where you can work and where you can build, build early. Don't yes. wait until you get with someone to start building. Right. Build before. Why am I saying that? Because you want to bring value to the table. Mm-hmm. And you want to find a spouse that's already valuable and they're bringing value to the table so that when you both get to the table, mm-hmm. we've got a nice, nice establishment going. Right. And so I think a lot of people get that wrong in that, you know, we don't, we maybe don't, we don't tell them that early on. And so that's what we tried to do with our kids, um, whether they take that advice and run with it or not, that's going to be on them. But we've told them that, you know, so in, in that regard to what he's doing, I understand what he's doing, mm-hmm. but I do, you know, we do want him to have some fun too. Exactly. They're kids still <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> now the 21 year old, Hey, it's time for you to go ahead and do, and they all will work. That is yeah. the thing that we love about them yeah. is that if they want something, they will work for it. Right. Um, so much. So even now the 21 year old, we have to say, Hey man, you need some sleep. You need to get some sleep and stop working so much. But we love the fact that they work and that's kudos, you know, for us because we, t- we've, trained them to right. work right. um taught them you know th- what the word says about a man working and mm-hmm. and those type things so it, it we know that they're hearing us and you know even though they don't do everything we think they should do right we know that they know the way right and that you know sooner or later they're gonna put everything together and mm-hmm. it's gonna flow but at this point they're trying to find their way they're trying to figure themselves out and how their life is going to turn out and what they want to do and who they want to become and so us have needing learning to have the grace right. for that yeah um has been a process because we've never done this before right and so we just want to encourage those parents that that's never done this before <laughs> <laughs> and have children that are growing up and, and getting out on their own and developing their own lives. And it's, it's not an easy uh, process, but it's doable. And we're here cheering for you, rooting you on, yep, and we're going through it together. Absolutely. Um, and then you brought up a very good point in that, you know, you know, they may not always do what we want them to do. So I want to help a parent right now. Just know that even though your child may be acting differently than you've raised them to be, mm-hmm. it is not your fault that they're acting the way that they are. Right. We had to come to that conclusion yes, that, you know, when we saw things that were not right or when we see things that are not right, it is not because we have not given them the right standard. Exactly. It is not because we haven't taught them the right thing. Everybody's going to make their own decisions. They're going to do their own thing. And the prayer is that you learn from your mistakes and that you don't make so big of a mistake that you can't come out of it. Yeah. Right. But as a parent, we have to learn to do our best to raise them with the right standards. What I, what's very hard to see is kids that have parents that are friends. They're treating each other as friends. Mm-hmm. Parents, you cannot be your child's friend, not especially not in these raising years. It is not time to be friends. It is mm-hmm. time to raise, train, teach, motivate, encourage, chastise, right. bring under subjection so that they can learn learn what authority is. Because a lot of times when we don't raise our kids, they're out in public and they embarrass us. Mm-hmm. Now, don't they? 
They will. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's critical that we, we, we raise our kids, but understand that you do all you can do. And when they go off and do their own thing and it's not what you expect of them, don't beat yourself up. Right. And you will have thoughts like, what did I do or what could I have done? And, you know, what did I not do? And I should have done this and I should have done that. And you that will cross your mind. Mm-hmm. But like my husband said, you have to know that you have done everything that you could do. Mm-hmm. You tried to be the best parent that you could be. Um, at that time, you know, and so we just have to give ourselves a little grace, too, because we don't know everything and we'll do better than if we have another one coming up. Okay, I'll do better with this one. And so we just have to have a little grace with ourselves. And that's sometimes that's hard. We can be our own uh, worst critic, you know, and and so hard on yourself. And that makes your life miserable because you're trying to be somebody perfect and there is only one perfect one. And so we just have to know that um, God is going to give you the grace to make it through the transitions and the phases in your life, whether Mm -hmm. it be with your children, whether it be with your parents, um, whether it be in the workplace, wherever it is, he's going to give you the grace to make it through. That's good. That's really good. God was going to give you that grace and that ability to get through that. So um, as you think about that, um, you're doing an excellent job. Just keep doing what yes. you're doing. Um, well, I encourage you in that. Uh, and not that we're experts. We, 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 we're still in the fight. We're still trying to figure <laughs> yes, things out with yes. a with a 20, almost 22-year-old, a uh, 20-year-old, and a 16-year-old that's about to be 17 and a senior in high school. Um we're we're going through these transitions that mm-hmm. we talked about last time and uh, in our in the podcast and transitions uh, we're transitioning to some phase of it just being the two of us yes you are such a blessed girl to be with me i'm saying <laughs> I <laughs> just am. the two of us <laughs> so i mean we got we've got to prepare for what that looks like mm-hmm. um the emptiness syndrome and you know jalen is certainly going to be with us a little bit longer and he's you know going off to college and we're trying to get him to focus on some somewhere close by so we yes. don't have to try to figure out how to travel cross country um, so that we can see him uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and the other boys. So um, it's very important that as a parent, you do everything you can to train your children, raise your children to become uh, effective, well-rounded adults Yes. so that they can contribute to whatever God has them doing so that they can be the best that they can possibly be. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, um, just know that even when they don't always get it right, remember that you didn't always get it right. Some of you were so much of a headache for your parents that, oh my goodness, they probably were glad to get you out, <laughs> out of the house. <laughs> Mom, dad, I hope y'all um, were, were uh, good with me when I left and not, not trying to rush me out. <laughs> but anyway, you know, so do the best that you can do as a parent to to raise your kids. Know that there's a difference in them. They are different. Understand the differences. Help them understand the differences in who they are as far as their strength and strengths and weaknesses. Um, and just just train them. The Bible says train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. And just understand that what you put in them, uh, it comes back up. Yes. There are so many lessons that I've learned from my parents that often come back up in my head, um, not just because I'm raising kids, but because when they said it at the time, maybe I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. But as I've grown older, I can hear them saying things, and I was like, oh, I see why Yeah. Why they said that. So be, be encouraged to know that you're doing a good job as a parent. You are doing an excellent job. Nice. 
So as we pray for you, um, we just want to encourage you to, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe to the to the podcast. Yes. Um, also, we will let you know that we also have a, a YouTube channel, Robinson House TV. Uh, we'd love for you to go check that out if you have some time and go and subscribe to that as well. Um, so we we're doing video there as well. So we're just we're just having fun, kind of sharing a little bit about us. Um, mm-hmm. uh, for Robinson House TV, it is pretty similar to Faith, Family, and Fellowship in that we talk about faith, family, and fellowship. But there, we talk about God, marriage, family, life, whatever you know. Yes. So, um, just want to encourage people and encourage your heart. So we're grateful for you, and God bless you. God bless you. And would you what, like you, me to pray today? Please. All right. Um, Father, we thank you for our friends and family that are listening to us on today. Father, we pray that you will allow them, oh God, to not be so hard on themselves, Father, as they go through transitions in life. Lord, we pray that you will give them the grace to make it through, Father God, that you will give them the strength, that you will uphold their arms, oh Lord, to know that you are with them every single step of the way. For your word said that you will never leave us, nor will you forsake us. And we know that if you brought us to it, you'll bring us through it. And so we just give you honor, glory, and praise.